Hey there, it's Adrian from FNA Presents. Today is Sunday, March 14th, and this is our 13th episode. Today we will be talking about Cyberpunk 2077, the Snyder Cut, and our final thoughts on WandaVision. So stick around for all this and more on today's episode of FNA Presents. Ventura. It was a oh. great movie. Oh, well, run great. away with ATS. <laughs> I got a package, people. <laughs> when, he, when he went to the dog, he's like, Oh, it's a bobo. Oh, it's a bobo, bobo. Oh, bobo day. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Welcome. Uh, so sorry that we did not do um, the podcast let's on see. Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We recently got a new computer. Yeah, we're doing a little upgrade here. Yes. Um, so I've been pretty busy you know, with my day job and then coming home and getting things wired and reorganized and yep. all that fun, happy hoopla. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note... Uh, Probably for the next few weeks at least, we're going to be going down to one episode a week. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, every week, it'll be out by Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Brand new episode. Yeah. Just have to, we'll double it up. A little extra content that day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're working our way towards some video. Yeah. So we'll be on YouTube or something. Yeah. Yeah. So not only will people be hearing but they get to hear and see us. They, they can hear our, our asses, and then they can see our asses, too. <laughs> Yay. That's exciting. It's Harry. Uh, real quick. I wanted, I'm Fred. Yeah, I'm Adrian. And, and we're, we're FNA. FNA. <laughs> um, I wanted to give a, a shout-out. Okay. Because on our platforms, we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know. On Instagram. You know, the big three. Yeah, the big three, yeah. definitely. Yeah. On Instagram, uh, there was a fellow Instagrammer. Yeah. And he was liking a lot of uh, the photos that we were posting about WandaVision and mm-hmm. everything. So his name is Marcel.TKAdlec. Uh, I'll spell it for you guys. It's M-A-R-C-E-L period T-K-A-D-L-E-C. Okay. He is a phenomenal artist. Oh, my God. You, yeah, if you get a chance, go over, check out his page, go yes. to that. We'll put it in the description. Yeah. Yeah. He, the the one that he actually uh, let us share mm-hmm. is a portrait of Wanda, and she is wearing the crown from her Halloween costume yeah. in the Halloween episode. Yeah. Very and good. Very it, talented. It was amazing, because I asked him, I said, hey, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Is it okay if we share it on our page? And he's like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Please check him out. Keep it up, dude. Yeah. Good he, work. He got a lot more different uh, portraits and everything. So, yeah. 
Very, very good. Very, very so, good. Uh, who's going first? Who wants to go first? You want me to I, go first? Okay. You want to go first? I was just about to say, I got some Elizabeth Olsen news. Okay. I, I found some news. Go okay. first. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, she actually recently revealed that she thought when Evan Peters was cast, uh-huh. that he was also playing Quicksilver from the Fox universe. Really? She had no idea that I didn't he know was going to be Ralph Boner. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she actually thought that. And this was her quote. And she's talking to uh, about Jack Schaefer, who's the head writer. Okay. So, quote, she said, When we heard that Evan was going to do it, my mind was blown. This is the first time we're merging. This is crazy. Yeah. And then to use it in such a clever way as Jack does was so satisfying. Working with Evan... Playing this version of Pietro was just so funny and weird. And, oh, God, Jack, I loved it so much. I'm so grateful for that, she said. That's awesome. Yeah. So she had no clue. Yeah. I, well, we've heard rumors of how hush-hush they are at Marvel. And they even keep their a lot of their actors in the dark. And right there is proof of it. Yeah. And there's rumors around, they're making the rounds already, that Evan Peter actually did did cross over into the MCU mm-hmm. through the multiverse by accident and was put into witness protection by Jimmy. Okay. Before finding himself under Agatha's spell. Hmm. That's interesting. Yes. I got some stuff on Evan Peters. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll touch on that at the end. Okay. And then one more rumor. Uh-huh. Um, the post credit scene sets Scarlet Witch up to journey into the multiverse to find a reality where the twins are real and alive and well. So there's no reason why she can't stumble upon another one that ties directly into Fox's X-Men series, mm-hmm. allowing Evan Peters to return as the permanent Quicksilver going forward. And this like- was the source from um, Epic Stream that okay. I found this from. Okay. So, yeah. That's a, a, a good theory. Mm-hmm. Kind of contradicts my theory. And uh, what's your theory? Well, we'll get into that at the end. Simon Williams? We'll get into that at the end. Okay. Because a lot of people are, are saying Simon Williams. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people writing about that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that was that was my news. <laughs> okay. Um, well, like I said before, we recently uh, upgraded our, yes. our computer. Yes. Uh, I haven't gotten a new PC in, what, about 12 years. Uh, it's been a while, yeah. Um, got this thing mainly to do like do some editing. You know, I want to be able to do the, the video editing and uh, some of the cameras I have, you know, they take 4K footage, but I'd load them up into that old laptop I had. Yeah. And it would just basically tell me to go fuck myself and <laughs> shut down. <laughs> it would freeze or I, it would kick you out. I would shut get, down. I would get so aggravated. That thing was a piece of shit. I've been wanting to experiment and learn uh, some of these new newer editing programs. Yep. Um. Back in the day when I used to edit film, mm-hmm. uh, I always used like the first versions of the Sony Vegas yep. uh, movie studio. Mm-hmm. And the things that they have now, oh my God, is blow you out of the water. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded DaVinci Resolve 17, the color grading and stuff that you can do in that thing. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, I know. You showed me some stuff. I got a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, more on that to come. Anyway, uh, <laughs> since we got this computer, uh, I had to get a game. Of course, I had to uh-huh. get a game to you know to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was thinking, I was kind of up in the air on what I wanted to get at first. 
and I ended up getting Cyberpunk. Nice. Okay. Remember, I had it on the PlayStation Four. Yes, I do, and I remember trouble with that. I, 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 I pre-ordered it. Remember? Uh-huh. Yep. I pre-ordered it. I was super excited for it to come out. Um, it had been delayed a few times, mm-hmm. but then it finally came out in the beginning of December, and it came with a lot of controversy, a lot of fan backlash. Yeah, and it was basically, in my opinion, I think it was it was basically. You know, they had to push it back a few times because of, you know, the game wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So, hold it. Well, the fans were getting all, you know, antsy about it. Hey, we want the game. You told us it was going to be out in November. You told us it was going to be out in December or October or whatever. Yeah. And they kept pushing it back, pushing it back. And then finally they go, okay, we're just going to put get put it out. Here it is. Yep. And it wasn't ready. Nope. Um, and then the fans turn around and go, well, what the fuck is this piece of shit you just gave us? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember when you were playing it, it would freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it would just, like, sh- like shut down. Like, it would just kick you out completely. Yeah, this was on the PlayStation 4 Pro, mind yeah. you. Yeah, the uh, This game wouldn't even run on a regular PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, we have both here. And I tried it on my daughter's PlayStation because yeah. I'd heard about all the glitching and everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get the thing to boot up on that system. Yeah. But and, then again, that thing sounds like a jet getting ready well, this, to take off. <laughs> I know. Well, this, this was before the PS5 was even released. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not like, you know, somebody could say, well, why don't you get, get it for the PS5? Well, you can't you even know? get one of them anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I remember you would be, oh, God. I'd be upstairs. Aggravated. I'd be upstairs and I'd be here, you motherfucking that thing. Yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, God, I was just in the middle of a mission. And, so, any, you know. anyway, right afterwards, I had um, applied, I'd heard about a refund that yeah. Sony was giving away refunds for this game in particular, which was unprecedented. Sony's has never done anything like this. No. Um, so that kind of tells you a lot right there on how bad it actually was. And, um, so so I applied for it and while I waited for that refund to go through, it took about a month and a half. Mm -hmm. So I actually continued to play after they made, um, they made two or three hot fixes, I think for the game itself. Um, just quick fix the glitches, fix the bugs just so it goes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I, I ended up playing about half of the campaign. I remember you were playing it for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually I got into it and I'd forgot. I was thinking maybe they didn't. You know, maybe the refund didn't go go through for me. Yeah. You know, and at this point I'm thinking, ah, fuck it. I'm kind of into it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll deal with the uh, problems. Well, I went to boot it up one day and it it it, it was locked. It locked me out. Yeah. So you got your refund back. Um, so I recently got it for the PC, mm-hmm. and I had heard about the differences, were like you know night and day yeah. between the console editions and the PC editions, mm-hmm. and they were right. Yeah. Oh my god! I told you I I I watch YouTubers. I lo- I watch a lot of uh, gamers on YouTube, mm-hmm. and like Markiplier, PewDiePie. I love those guys. Yeah, they're funny. And, yeah. And PewDiePie, he was actually playing the PC version. Mm-hmm. And it it was really good. One example that really stood out to me is um, in this game, it's a futuristic city mm-hmm. environment. Um, there's an outside 
area that's like a badlands desert mm-hmm. but the majority of the action takes place within within this futuristic city yeah okay uh we're talking like the fifth element you know cars flying around and stuff mm-hmm. um in like the say like a like a town square you know where a lot of people would be in the pc edition the npcs that are walking around i mean it it brings the world alive yeah yeah Absolutely. There are so many, like, just random characters just walking around and doing their own thing. Where on the PC, there was literally, like, maybe four or five. You could count them. Yeah. On here, you it's like looking at, I mean, it's not, you know, Times Square, but... Yeah. a lot more interactions it's, it's, going on. It's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, like, you're actually in Town Square. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, or Times Square, right? Ta- yeah, yeah, not Town Square. Town Square. Times Square. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not like Times Square. Oh, uh, okay. There's a that's a way, 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 way more people. Yeah, yeah. That that's right. That's right. now Never this. Mind. I'm only about three hours into it, so yeah. Um, as far as the story goes, it seems pr- it's pretty much the exact same story, except the it's just way better. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. report on it some more after I get some more time involved with mm-hmm. it, and I can get like a, a better review mm-hmm. of the game as a whole. But uh. Off the get, I'm I'm digging it. Oh yeah, totally digging. I it. can see. Yeah, I can definitely tell that you are loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, couple other games on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. If you have the um, what the hell they call the P- PS Now? It's the streaming service that allows you to play games. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> they recently added Ace Combat Seven. Which is a flight simulator. It's a military flight simulator. Okay. That is um, compatible with the PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. So if you have and you have the combination of these, you can get that for free. Mm-hmm. And it is unreal. It is probably one of the best flight simulators that I've played on the PSVR. Okay. Okay. It, it's it's pretty wild. Um, you don't get the whole game. You get three or four missions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being like a, uh, um, like an air show. Yeah. You just kind of fly around and yeah. do tricks and stuff. But the rest of them are full fledged combat. Uh, like the first, the first mission, you take off off of a, a an aircraft carrier. Okay. And then you go right into some dog fighting with some bad guys. It's you, wild. You know what's crazy is like we've watched different videos on mm. youtube you know how technology is advancing and especially oh, with gaming unreal. and especially yes. with gaming and i remember us watching this one video of you know how they want to make the vr better and better and better right and we watched that one and i can't remember what it is but they actually had like a thing where like it's almost like uh um, you're talking about when the the guy was wearing the like the harness and running on that thing yeah like on the treadmill it was a 360 tread now it's something they're working on that it's like the same tech that we've seen in ready player one that was insane and Can you fucking okay, imagine check this out i've heard interviews with elon musk oh, of course he's gonna do it He's talking about some kind of neural interface that interacts with your brain to where you just have to like think something and you yes and the internet searches it. So it's like you be Ooh, that's creepy. You be super intelligent. You know what I mean? That's creepy though. That's crazy. It's it's kind of creepy though. Oh, he's kind of creepy. Well, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, another game that was on there is called. This is probably one of my favorite games okay. that I I was strangely addicted to this thing. Oh, it, which one? It's called Bro Force. Oh my god, yes! It is the it's the most America game I've ever played in my life. Anytime I come home from <laughs> the store or from my parents' house, yeah. I'm like. I'm I'm ready to say what you're playing, yeah. But then I look at the screen and I know exactly what you're playing. It's Bro Force. Bro Force. It's yep. like um, it's it's like it's uh, an eight bit platformer. Okay, eight bit eight bit platformers, kind of like Mario it, Brothers. I was just about to say it, it reminds me of a '90s game, yes. early '90s game. Yes, yeah. And you get a rotation of characters, each based on kind of like Donkey Kong, a little bit. The setup, little bit, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Like when the climbing the ladders mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep, absolutely. But each character you get is based off like an '80s slash '90s action star. So <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, say the names. I got some of the names. Yeah. Now this isn't all of them. Yeah. Um. It uh. There's the, Brobo the, Cop. The hold on. Yeah, Brobo. The Brobo Cop. The Brominator. <laughs> the. I I just got the Brocketeer. Do you remember? The, you remember the Rocketeer, the I Disney do. movie? I do. It's, that was with um. Oh, what's his face? Jennifer Connelly was in it. Yes. Who is Paul Bettany's wife? I forgot about that. Is he? It, that's his wife. Yeah. Really? No kidding. Oh yeah, he. Got, I did not know that. Yeah, he got smoking hot wife. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember his name, the Rocketeer. I can't remember the actor's name. I, I can't remember his name either. Shit, I know. Um, oh, well. Oh, no, Bro in Black, like Men in Black. Uh, okay. And you're like the Will Smith character. Robocop is my favorite. Oh, do you remember Sorry. Remember in um, Do you remember Men in Black when Will Smith got like the itty bitty little, little gun? The cricket. The cricket. The cricket gun. And he's yeah. like, well, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> And then he shoots it. <laughs> well, that's the that's the gun you get in the game. So every time you shoot it, you fly halfway across the screen. That's awesome. Um, time bro, like time cop. Yeah, remember Jean Claude Van Damme? Oh yes. Uh, is it another Jean Claude Van Damme, the Broniversal Soldier. Oh God! Remember Universal Soldier? Was that yes, well, that was I with do. Dolph Lundgren? Right? Yeah. <laughs> That was so cheesy. Oh, any uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movie is yeah, cheesy. I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. It you can download yes. that for free as well on PlayStation Plus. Like I said, Bro Brobocop is my favorite. Brobocop. I like his weapon. You, That's my favorite name. You charge your gun up. There's um <laughs> Mr. Bro. I think it's yeah. Mr. Bro. It's like Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Remember Mr. T with all the gold oh, chains. Yeah. Oh the yeah. A, the A team. See, since we got. The new, <laughs> we got the new computer, like you were saying, you know, finally we can play games on it, you know, because our old computer just a little ugh. bit, little bit, little bit. I'm looking forward to playing a good horror game. Yeah, I am a horror fanatic. Horror. Yes. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> for people to hear me wrong, not a horror game, I a s- horror game. I've seen a preview here just recently, mm-hmm. so I don't have a lot of information yet. Okay. Um, I think it's called the day after it's not released yet they okay. just had like a trailer for like a gameplay teaser yeah and it's kind of a mix between the division which is a, a like an open world shooter type game mm-hmm. third person shooter and uh zombie apocalypse Ooh. so it, it shows uh you're like this dude with the trench coat and a hat or whatnot and you're walking around the graphics look phenomenal see i photorealistic uh, vehicles and 
people. Nice. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I, I was watching, you know, on the, you know, gamers that I watch on YouTube and shit. Mm. They were playing this one. It's called Phasmophobia. Okay. And you're ghost hunters. All right. And you play with other online, you know, people. And you're a team of ghost hunters, and you go in these houses, and you have to detect what type of ghost it is, yeah, and all this other shit. And it's cool. You can actually die; like the ghost can kill you. That's wild. I know it's so cool. What's um, that? What's that on PC? PC on, is that on Steam? It's on Steam. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, sounds yeah. Neat. It, it sounds. It, it looks so cool. And then there's a new one out. I can't remember what it is. It basically it, it's another team thing, and you. <clears throat> You have to, it's some kind of like devil worship thing. And it's like, you, you got to sacrifice goats. There is a lot of really wacky and wild games on Steam. There's oh, yeah. so many different games but on there. The amount of horror games, you know, like, like I said, I'm you definitely so, get a much larger selection on oh, PC yeah. versus console. Like I said, I watch Markiplier. I sound like such a newbie. I know, me too. <laughs> I watch Markiplier all the time and okay. it's like. He's funny. Oh, oh my God. I love him. It's like every week or every two weeks, he come, He has a video, and it's three random horror games. And these are games that he finds on Steam. And he plays these games. And some look really, like, creepy. Uh-huh. Some, there, there's a lot that are cheesy. Mm-hmm. But there's a good bit that are pretty creepy. And it's crazy the amount of games that are on PC versus PS4. Uh, or I should There's say consoles. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more selection on PC, I should say. So. Okay. So, yeah. Just uh, wanted to, you know, <laughs> talk about PCs a little bit better. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Snyder Cut. Yeah, we got the Snyder Cut coming this week. Yeah, buddy. They dropped an, uh, a new trailer. A new trailer. Yeah, they, like, literally oh, just, yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. a couple hours ago. Yep, remember? that's right. Yep, we just watched um, it. So my notes are from be- prior to the latest trailer. <laughs> I know because it was like we finished up our notes and then it dropped and you're like, oh shit! Oh my god, does it look good? I know, I know. This last trailer really got me pumped up. They um they added a little bit of the score. Yeah, the new score mm-hmm. to uh, which we it haven't heard yet. Good. All the other trailers up till now, like he's he's been dropping all these trailers. One, you know, one for each character. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like first one he dropped was Batman. Then he had like a Superman one. Yeah, uh, Cyborg, Flash for all, all the characters. And then the last two he dropped, he actually dropped one for Steppenwolf. Yep. And then he dropped one for Darkseid. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, this last trailer was kind of a mashup of all of them, but adding, you know, a little bit of the new score for the movie. And it, I'm, it's, 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 oh, I'm so excited. I know. It's like a brand new movie. I know. And it's going to be four hours long. Yeah, that's insane. Um, it's at the release this insane. Thursday. Thursday. Insane. Thursday, March 18th. Yeah. Um, I found a couple things that are lo- some interesting things about the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> after the original, you know, Josh Whedon Justice League mm-hmm. had come out, fans had already been chomping at the bit to release the so-called Snyder Cut. Yeah. Which was never even confirmed or denied at this point. Well, because Joss Whedon, like, totally fucked the original. Yeah, but, I mean, at the time, Warner Brothers, I mean... 
between their greed and jealousy, wanting to be like Marvel. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't tell me they didn't want to be like Marvel because they brought the Avengers of director in mm-hmm. to, to redo everything. And then he went and reshot pretty much the entire movie. Yeah. Um, Zach said, you know, that we've only seen like a quarter. Yeah. Like out of the original Justice Justice League, we've only seen like a quarter of what was released. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess back in 2019, a plane flew over San Diego Comic-Con with a hashtag that said, release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> okay. And yep. then uh, they got like over a thousand or uh, over 100,000. I was about to say 1,000 isn't really. No, they got over 100,000 signatures on Mm change.org, the uh, petition website. And then Zach himself, he kept teasing his version on Twitter. Okay. He would, he would say, you know, say things like, uh, you know, about his, his version actually being out there. And Mm -hmm. um, finally, Warner Brothers. And they decided to give him like $70 million. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Um, Like I said before, uh, Joss Whedon had reshot almost the entire movie, mm-hmm. and they didn't really even use any of his footage, so since they didn't use it, they didn't finish it. Uh, okay. So there was no effects in it, there was no color grading, nothing. Um, between uh, the Warner Brothers time restrictions mm-hmm. and, you know, all the other cuts that, that you know, the Whe- and the Whedon reshoots, I should say, between, between the time restrictions and the reshoots, uh, they cut a lot of it. Okay. The original story. Yeah. Uh, including Ray Fisher's cyborg story arc, which was supposed to be like the foundation of that movie. I was about to say, he wasn't really in it that much. That's what I mean. Uh, it, originally, Zack Snyder had intended for him to uh, basically be the foundation of the entire movie. His story was going to be a basis of everything. There was there was uh, scenes that we had seen in the trailers uh, you know, from the original cut that we never seen in the final movie. That's why uh, that recent shit with Twitter mm. was going on about the guy that plays Cyborg. Uh, Ray Fisher. Yeah, Ray Fisher. Yes. Uh, about Joss Whedon basically treating him like shit and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot lot of so, controversy there. So that could be, a, I'm thinking that's the reason why he didn't really give him a lot of screen time. Well, I mean, like I, and like I said, Warner Brothers was was telling them that you know you got to cut all this out. Mm-hmm. You got to cut all this out. Yeah. So I mean, so it's it's between, um, Josh, you know, Whedon. He's a, he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, that dude's a dirtbag. But there's people within Warner Brothers too that yeah. supposedly, allegedly involved with all that stuff as well. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, anyway, and all those cuts and stuff obviously caused the movie to bomb in the box office. Yeah, uh, the fan reaction was terrible. I thought it sucked. I didn't really care for it. It was confusing. Yeah, it seemed rushed. R- right, because they they had taken a lot of the context out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what there was a lot of things that happened in that movie that you know. We kinda, didn't understand. It kind of don't make sense because yeah. they had removed all the stuff that, you know, kind of, all they removed all the seeds yeah. that build up to that. Yeah. Um, Gotta have a story arc. Zack Snyder said that he hasn't seen the theatrical cut. I don't blame him. The, the Joss Whedon cut. He never watched it. Yeah. And like I said before, the new one's four hours long. Um the original story was going to be told over the course of, like, two to three movies. Okay. And uh, this new one, I guess. See, Zach, 
he said he's combining the original idea into one. That's why it's four hours long. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then on the other hand, I'm hearing that this movie has like a cliffhanger. Okay. Because it's not the full story. And there's already a little bit of an uproar starting for, you know, bring back Zack Snyder to finish his vision. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see I can see that being the next battle. Yeah, definitely. Um, Zach said that we get to know each one of our characters better than you could in the in in a theatrical setting. Uh, you know, with it being four hours long, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to meet Iris West, Flash's uh, love interest. Iris, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, we'd previously seen her in some of the uh, lead up trailers to the original Justice League. You know, like uh, a year and a half or something like that before the movie came out, like the first announcement when Zack Snyder was still attached to it, Mm -hmm. they had released a trailer with that showing Iris West. Who plays her? I can't remember. I'm not real sure. Um, See, I don't even remember that. Well, she's not in it. Yeah, like, but like, I don't even remember, you know, the... That original footage. Yeah. Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, Victor Stone, uh, that's Cyborg's father, mm-hmm. which we do get a little bit of him in the Weed and Cut, but yeah. that's a lot of the context that they took out, you know, w- with Ray Fisher's story. Mm-hmm. That included his story as well. They just took it out and threw it away. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah. We're going to get more of them. Yeah. Thank and hope, hopefully, without the the goddamn mishmash job of a mustache cover, the up, CGI. <laughs> oh, good lord, was that terrible! It looked remember? like his lip was all fucked up. Oh, they, that was the opening shot of the movie. I know. Was it I was know. like him on a phone? They think they thought that oh, we'll make it seem like it's on Instagram and no one will think any different. No, no. his no. lip looks. No. It, it wasn't his lip. His lip was all jacked up. Mm-hmm. All jacked up. Um, we're gonna get extra characters that we did not get in the original. Like uh, the Joker, we seen him in the one trailer. Yep, Jared I, Leto. I recently seen Deathstroke. Yep, Deathstroke. Remember you in saw. the post credit scene, the uh, Joe Manganiello yep. Deathstroke. Yep, uh, it's confirmed that we seen a shot of him in the nightmare sequence. You know, from Batman's Nightmare, mm-hmm. he's in the future, like when he's with uh, the Joker. Yep. Um, who else? Martian, Martian Manhunter. Is exactly. definitely going to show up. Martian Manhunter is classic Justice League character. Okay. Um, he's the last of his kind. He's a Martian, but he can, sh- like, shapeshift. Is he a good guy or bad he's guy? He's a good guy. Good guy. And yeah. he's been in the movies already, just he never revealed his disguise. Remember the general? If from if All the way back in Man of Steel. He was a Man of Steel, the general. He was all at the very end. I think. Oh, and God, the, well, it's been forever. That's, it's been forever. That's, that's who's going to be uh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Okay. And then rumors of maybe Adam, which is like the DC Universe's version of Ant-Man. Okay. It's spelled Adam, A-T-O-M. Like, yeah. like, like Adams. Yeah, like Newton. Yeah. Newton's like theory. Newton. <laughs> Yeah, Newton's theory, you know, whatever. Um, I think he had something to do with Adams. And then that, I said, maybe green, maybe a Green Lantern. Which, we saw it. Which looked we, like a green dude. Like I said, my notes were for before this final cut. 
yeah. that the final trailer they yeah. showed. It wasn't it wasn't the Hell Jordan or uh, or any of the Green Lanterns we're familiar with. It was an alien version of a Green Lantern. Okay, um, and it looked like it was during the uh, the uh, Amazonian slash Atlantean battle that took place back in time. Okay, with uh, they showed Zeus mm-hmm. with his lightning. Yeah, it was in that time period. Um, I already said that. <laughs> I already said that. <laughs> um, yeah, just about the uh, the trailers and how they dropped each one for each character leading up to this main trailer that we seen tonight. Yeah, and uh, I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm really I'm excited. To super, see it. super excited. Hey, we know since Snyder did it, it's gonna be just now, night and day. Real quick. Last thing I want to say on the Snyder Cut, because we're not going to get an episode out before it airs. Yeah. My quick theory, okay, we are going to see the events of the the Justice League that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to see that start to play out, except it's going to go bad. Okay. Okay, it's going to go wrong, and it's not going to end the same way that we remember it. Okay. One, obviously, because it's a different movie, but the the basic idea is the same mm-hmm. okay steppenwolf comes he gets the mother boxes dark side comes he conquers the earth mm-hmm. all right then we're gonna see that nightmare sequence come to fruition all right mm-hmm. and batman and uh we seen cyborg and Fla- barry allen flash mm-hmm. they're going to have to work with their enemies like deathstroke and the joker mm-hmm to figure out a way to send Barry Allen, the Flash, back in time mm-hmm. to that to warn Bruce Wayne, which we've seen in Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. but to maybe get it right this time because remember he said, "Oh, I'm too early. I'm too early." Yeah, this time he's gonna get it right, yeah. get to the right time, and then we're gonna see everything play out again back in time. Okay, just like the whole Infinity War Endgame thing. Yeah. Okay. That. They're still trying to catch up with Marvel. Even though it's Zack Snyder, they're still trying to catch up and still mirroring kind of the same things. Yeah. All right. They got a bad guy. The bad guy wins. Thanos comes. He's the bad guy. He wins. Mm-hmm. Dark side. He comes. He wins. He takes over the earth. Mm-hmm. Then they got to go back in time to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Which they do. And then we see everything play out again. Okay. Real quick. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Snyder's cut. Was this everything that he shot before, or did they bring in Henry Cavill and... Mm -mm. This is all, pretty much, all original footage. So nothing was was shot here recently. Just a little bit. Like the the scenes with Jared Leto, Mm -hmm. the Joker, that's new. Okay. Uh, I think the uh, Joe Manganiello footage Mm -hmm. is new. So they would have, like, if Jared Leto's interacting with... You know Ben Affleck. Ben shit. Affleck. They're going to have in. to come. He came, yes, okay. he came in. Okay. okay. Just there was I think five to ten minutes. Okay. Of new footage. Okay. That so means all that, this has been sitting in a shelf. No. Yes. Or sitting yes. on a shelf. Yes. Yes. It's okay. been sitting on a shelf, uncut. It was just raw footage. Yeah. You know, just Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot in costumes in front of a green screen. Nothing done to it. And Snyder came in. And, and then that's what he's been working on it for the last like two years, okay. year and a half or something okay. like that. Yeah. Warner Brothers, that $70 million was going to pay for the special effects and a itty bitty little bit of reshoots. Wow. That's it. 
Four this, hours. This is gonna Four be hours insane. of special effects. This is going to be insane. And, and you know Zack Snyder is not shy of using special effects. Not at all. He's awesome. And his awesome. Into, his Almost his whole movies are special effects. I'm a big fan. I love Zack Snyder. Yeah, he did Sucker Punch. I love. I like suck, suck, sucker, sucker punch. punch too. Yeah, you know, and that's funny because like a lot of critics and a lot of people they don't really care for that movie. Really? Yeah, I loved it. I like it too. I love it. It's it's I don't it's one of them suspension of disbeliefs and mm-hmm. just go for the ride, man. Exactly. You know. Exactly. There's there's giant robots and Nazis it doesn't have to have a rhyme or reason. Yeah. It's just for fun. Just sit back. And I like it. I like it a lot. Fucking cute chicks. Kicking ass, um, taking names, and I love it. So, <laughs> what do you got? You got anything? Um, I we, got I got a ton of shit yet. Well, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna, we were well, I, I got Wandavision shit. Okay, then you hang tight. Yeah, because, hang tight because I got some Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. Yeah, we, um, yeah, I'm gonna breeze through this. Okay, okay. So just sit tight. I'm gonna sit, you sit tight. tight. We'll get to WandaVision here shortly, sweetheart. Okay. 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier is also set to release next week. Yeah, it's gonna be a busy weekend. It's also set to release next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be nothing like WandaVision. Yeah. Okay. Just nothing. Let you know right off the get. Nothing. We're going. We're going back to the Marvel roots. Yeah. I have a feeling this is gonna feel right at home with, uh, you know, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Civil War, that like spy thriller type feel. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, heist films. You know, sneaking around, James Bondy type. Yeah, action it's, movie. It's gonna be like watching a Captain America movie again. Um, before we get into the Falcon and Winter Soldier next week, because we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing that we did with Wandavision after the episode airs that weekend. We're gonna do a, a breakdown on it, and you'll get it first thing Monday morning. Yep. Um, yeah. Let, who are who is Falcon and Winter Soldier? Let's talk about them. Okay. You got Winter Soldier, uh, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. All right? Bucky Barnes is the best friend of Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. He joined the Army during World War II before Steve. Yeah, I remember that. Prior to receiving the, uh, the Super Soldier Serum, mm-hmm. which, you know, turned him into Captain America. Uh, Steve idolized Bucky at the time. Because Bucky was everything that he was not. Yeah, because he was in the alley before he took the serum, and Bucky right. saved him. Yeah, he was. Yeah. A, you know, he was the strong, confident dude. You yeah. know, always had a pretty girl on his shoulder. Yep. You know what I mean? And Bucky befriended him when nobody well, else did. Yeah, and they grew up you know. together in uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, yep. that's right. That's uh, right. Bucky and Steve were with different unit units during the war. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. Bucky's unit was captured, and then, you know, Steve had gotten wind of this mm-hmm. and went to go save them. Was this before? This was after he took the serum, right? The, yes. Yes. This, yeah, is it. Right. this was during the events of the very first Captain America movie. That's right. That's okay? right. Okay. Back yep. during World War II, he was running, uh, Captain America was doing the um, the USO, USSO tours. Yep. Uh, yep. Now I remember. Or USO yep. tours. USO. Yeah, yeah. USO. USSO. It's not I was about a, to say it's USSR. Not a fucking ship, Fred. I was about to say it's USSR, not USSO. USSR. USS. It's USO. Mississippi. And then USSR. Uh, Captain America saved the unit, of -hmm. course, and then spent the next few years, they fought together, running around, kicking the shit out of Hydra. Yeah. Uh, Until Bucky, he fell off of a train into a mountain ravine to his suspected death. You remember that? 
Yeah. He fell off the, they, they, Steve tried to grab him and he fell down into that ravine. Mm-hmm. And he thought he died. Yep. He thought he had died up until, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. All, all the way to the sequel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's why they call it Winter Soldier. Bucky's body, well, during that, <laughs> yeah, during that time, Bucky's body was recovered by Hydra and he was brainwashed to be a Hydra assassin. Yes. He spent the next 70-some years in and out of cryostasis being thought out to kill Hydra enemies, including Tony Stark's parents. Yeah. Oh, Remember that? Oh, yeah. He eventually returned in, he, you know, he eventually returned to Steve's life by trying to take it. He was activated to kill Nick Fury, and that was in Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick Fury actually set it up to fake his own death and make it seem like he was actually taken out. Yeah. By the end of that film... Bucky begins to remember his past and disappears to go and look for answers. Okay. Um, he At the very end of that, of Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, they were taking out the Hydra helicarriers. Remember, they'd taken over S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. and they'd taken out two of the three, and Bucky was beating the fuck out of Steve. Yes. Remember? He was beating the hell out of him, and then Steve said, "Like I'll be, you know, I'll be with you at the end, there, buddy, or some shit," and made got him all, got him all, yeah. in, got him all in the fields. So when that helicarrier went down, instead of letting Steve drown, he saved him, yep. drug him to shore, and then you know walked away and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I at? Uh, we don't see him again till <laughs> yeah, Captain America. At the end of the he, he find his memories. We don't see him again. To uh, it, take it easy, people. We're we're getting sleepy here. Uh, don't yell at us too much. Be, kind. Be um, kind. We don't see him again till Captain America: Civil War, where he was set up by Zemo. Yes. Uh, Zemo framed him for the death of T'Challa's father. I hate Zemo. You're going to get all kinds of Zemo coming up here shortly. Oh, I'm going to be so pissed off. Um. Like I said, he framed him for his de- for T'Challa's death, mm-hmm. or T'Challa's father's death, which led to his eventual capture, which is what Zemo wanted. Mm-hmm. He got he can't he snuck into the base as a psychiatrist, and uh, Zemo used the activation sequence that he found in the Red Book uh, to turn Bucky back into like assassin mode. Yeah, um, remember it was like a bunch of Russian words. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, uh, they figure Almost out it's like hypnotism, right? Like yeah, like yeah, hip- yeah, 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 hypnotism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was brainwashed. As soon, as soon as he recited those words, Bucky was under his control. Yeah, and he then went out and took a shot at pretty much every single one of the Avengers that were in the building at the time. Yeah, on his right. way out, beating the hell out of everybody that got in his way. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, he got the uh, Captain America caught up with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they figure out Zemo's plan, or so they thought. Zemo wanted to get Iron Man and the Winter Soldier in the same place. That was his mm-hmm. plan all along. And then drop the bomb on him that Bucky killed his parents. Yeah. Which he did. He, he his, Zemo won. In yeah. that movie, he, he got them to fight each other. Yeah. Um, you know, and that led to the final battle of Civil War. That left uh, Tony and Steve broken from that point forward. I know. I hated that fight. I always felt really bad. 
It was it was a hell of a battle, but Tony got his ass whooped. Oh my god, he got time. his ass handed to him. He's not a fighter. He's a he has he's not a hand to hand guy. He's no. not going to go hand to hand with Captain America. Are you kidding me? And Everything not he has, he had fucking Winter Soldier on his side too. Yeah, Give me a break. I was just about to say, yeah, Tony Stark. It's the only thing that Iron Man can do is he's smart as hell, mm-hmm. but the suit is it's all technology, right? That's all it is, mm-hmm. like. You're right. It when it comes to hand to hand combat, he doesn't know the moves really. No, you no know? not not yeah. He's he can handle his own, but he ain't no match. He's for not Steve. strong like those two are. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Stephen Bucky escape, and they go to Wakanda, <laughs> where their scientists then work on Bucky and try and remove the Hydra brainwashing. Yeah. The next time we see Bucky, he's still in Wakanda, and T'Challa brings him a new arm. For the battle that's on its way. And that's an Infinity War. Which one's T'Challa? T'Challa. That's Black Panther. Oh, I didn't know that was his name. Yes. My God. Yes, T'Challa. I always know him as Black Panther. Yep, Black Panther. (laughs) He really doesn't have a a big role in this movie, in uh, Infinity War. But he he does get dusted at the end. And he yeah, has a pretty cool that. scene. I like the part when he was, remember when he was holding Rocket? Yeah. And he was spinning around with Rocket and they were both shooting. Yeah, that was and pretty cool. Rocket's like, hey, how much for the arm? Yeah. Yeah. He's I, like, that was cool. Oh, I gotta get that arm. I know. Um, yeah, I forgot he did get dusted. Yes, he did get dusted. Um, so, but then after that, Bucky returns at the end of Endgame. That's right, he does. For the final showdown after everyone was brought back. And then, uh, after that battle, Steve takes the Infinity Stones back in time, and he stays back in time with Peggy. Yeah. But he knew. They didn't really come up and say it, but you can kind of tell by the interaction between Bucky and Steve prior to Steve going home. Bucky knew exactly what Steve was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, after the... Sta- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tells uh, Sam the goat. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. When When you said... <laughs> When you said he knew, my microphone's making weird humming noises for me, and I, like I'm focusing on the microphone, They're trying to fix it, trying yeah. to fix that, and and read these stupid notes. Time out, technical difficulties. Okay, all right, the humming's gone. Okay. Real quick, yes. you said that he, him, and in uh, Steve knew. Yes, Rogers knew. Okay, yes. Um, so you're saying he knew. Um, he knew when, when he, he came back. He knew Steve wasn't gonna. He he knew Steve was gonna stay back with Peggy. The, and then, whenever he was going, not yeah, whenever he came back. That's why the way they had the interaction that they did. He was I like, want to know, you know why he you know, didn't don't give, do nothing stupid while you're gone. How can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Yeah. Okay. And I want to know why he didn't give his shield to Bucky. He was closer to Bucky than he was to Sam. Uh, well, probably that's probably going to be one of the things we find out in this upcoming series. I hope so. Because you know, it, even though even though they grew up together, you know, I mean, it's, he had also grown really close to Sam as well. Yeah, but I, I, they're, they, I mean, they're both really good people. I know, know they're really good people, but I know I, I, always, I get what you're saying. Bucky's like thought, the brother. Yeah, He's like I the always brother thought where Bucky Sam's, was Sam's the friend. Yeah, I, I always thought that him and Bucky had that bond, especially well, being in the military together. You know, being a military, you're a veteran. You're they're your brothers. Yeah, you I know? get it. But Sam fought battles with them too. I know. They but all still, they all fought battles. I like Bucky as is his buddy and his. Well, brother. anyway, when Steve comes back, he tells <laughs> Sam to go see the old man. 
Steve come back and they look over. There's old man yeah. sitting on a bench. Um, tells t- he tells him to go see him, and Steve gives him gives the shield to to Sam, yeah. like like you just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what we know about Bucky so far. Yeah. Now on to Sam. On to Sam Falcon. Sam Wilson, aka Falcon. Uh, Sam Wilson is an ex Air Force pararescue soldier that was trained to use an experimental wing system that he uses to fly. Uh, introduced at the beginning of Captain America Winter Soldier, he was running laps at uh, the same place that Steve was. Mm-hmm. Remember, he kept going, on your left, on your left. Yeah. On your left, which later on, it was, you know, that was the line that he said whenever he came back. Okay, so Sam was in the Air Force? Yes. Sam and, he was pararescue. And Bucky and Steve were in the Army. Mm-hmm. See right there, Army, oh. Air Force, come on now, <laughs> come on. Uh, during the events of Captain America: Winter Soldier, Steve was branded a trailer by sh- a traitor by Shield. A trailer. <laughs> Steve was branded a trailer. He's brand trailer trash right there. And he's man. got six wheels and everything. <laughs> got a brand new hitch. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Um, during- <laughs> <laughs> Steve was branded a trailer. He was branded a trailer. A traitor by S.H.I.E.L.D., so he went to Sam, who agreed to help him, <laughs> uh, which he did, using using the Falcon Wings, mm-hmm. to take out Hydra within S.H.I.E.L.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. itself. Uh, during Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, Sam was working for Steve under the radar. Yeah. Okay? We didn't really see him much in that movie. Um because he was looking for Bucky. He was working for Steve, looking for Bucky. Mm-hmm. They have like a, a little a quick conversation about it early in the morning. Er, yeah. Early in the movie. Early in the morning. First he's a trailer, and now it's early in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, During that time, Sam becomes a full <laughs> member of the Avengers, and he gets his ass kicked by Ant-Man. Oh. Uh, during Civil War, Sam works with uh, Steve and Bucky to try and figure everything out. Sam got his ass kicked by Ant Man. Yes, right. Yeah. Yes, you remember that was in Ant Man in yeah. the Ant Man movie. They went. They See? went there. See, another strike against Sam getting his ass kicked by Ant Man. Well, Ant Man's pretty awesome. He is awesome. I like Ant Man. I, I love Ant Man. Come on, dude, Falcon. Okay. Anyway, after Ant Man, we see in Civil War, uh, we we see Sam. He's um, he's a full fledged Avenger now at mm-hmm. the beginning, and. Uh, yeah, at the very beginning, we get introduced to his pet, Red Wing. I don't know if you remember that. He had that drone that shot up off yeah. his shoulders. Yeah. Now, some people were kind of mixed on it. I didn't really care for it because in the comic, he has an, act- an actual falcon. Yeah. That's named Red Wing. Mm-hmm. And he has it trained to yeah. do cool shit. It's not just a fucking robot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Red Wing was fucked up. Sam, uh, he, he was later captured after the airport battle in that movie, and he was sent to the RAF facility, which is a top-secret prison run by General Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of that, Steve Rogers shows up and broke him and a couple of the others out. Black Widow was there. Mm-hmm. Broke them out, and then the, up until Infinity War, they run around doing missions and stuff together. Yeah. Um the next time we see Sam is when they arrive to save Vision and Wanda mm. in Infinity War from the Black Order. Remember when they got attacked? And yep. that's when Vision got stabbed. Yep. Um, I do remember that. You do? Yeah. Rem- yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
he's been running with Captain America and Black Widow, and uh, after that, like he didn't really have a, a big part in that movie either until the end at the Battle of Wakanda. He got a couple scenes flying around shooting some Uzis and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but he got snapped at the end as well. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, See, like, it, I, I guess, like, I, I got to watch the show to, I guess, get a bigger appreciation for Falcon. Yeah, he hasn't. Well, that's the thing with this. Is, He's like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Badass. Yeah. Badass. Right. You know? And it's such a shame that the actor died. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Yeah, it it's is such a shame. Because, I mean, think about it, like, how many more movies he, he would have been oh, in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, he was Black Panther. Right. They can't recast him. They, Obviously. Can't and, they're not another... go- and they're not going to. No. He's already, it's already been announced. They're not recasting. Thank God. Because yeah. I was about to say, if they would even try, fans would just flip out. Right. Because he, he, he's known as Black Panther. Um, you know? Sam, Sam, he comes back at the very end at Endgame. He was the first to contact Steve mm-hmm. at the final battle. You can hear him. He's going, Cap, can you hear me? Yeah. On your left. That's oh, when everybody so in the theater, everybody went, Whoa! You remember that? I, I we remember we that. went to the IMAX to see that. Yep. Yep. Everyone went absolutely insane. Yep. Because I was so sick of Thanos fucking winning. Oh, I yeah. was so pissed off in fucking. Um, You're a little tiffed, weren't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> In in the first, uh, I'm having a brain fart. Infinity War. Yeah. And that one, I was so pissed off. So pissed off. And yeah. you were like, well, you gotta wait. You gotta that wait. was Thanos' movie. Yeah. No, no Endgame is gonna I, be. No, I love how, how the Russos made the Infinity War Thanos' movie. Yeah. I, I love I the do. way they did it. And then they came back with Endgame, and they nailed that one as well. And it kicked his fucking ass. So, yeah, anyway, after, after they all come back during that final battle... There's a quick part you see Sam. He he flies into this big creature and stabs him in the chest with his wings. Yeah, you remember that part? Yes, I do. That was probably yep. one. if you look closely, you can see a little blood splatter. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Then after the battle, when Steve takes the stones back, he uh, and stays with Peggy. Like I said before, they meet up with them, and Captain America's there as, as an old man yep. and gives Sam the shield. Yeah. That brings us to the present. And uh, the government sees things a little bit differently, I think. Mm-hmm. They look at it as, like, Captain America is a title, right? Captain America was a title given to him by the Army. Yeah. Okay, so he he didn't call himself Captain America. That's yeah. a government-issued title. So they The government's saying, we made you. They, they feel yeah. that he didn't have the right to pass that title on to Sam, mm-hmm. and they have somebody else in mind which is going to be U.S. agent, played by Wyatt Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be seeing him in this upcoming show. Now, I think I already talked about this, but maybe I didn't. He looks like he's a cocky asshole. Who? The, U- the U.S. agent? Yeah. Yes. He looks like yes. he's a he, cocky in, asshole. If I don't know a whole lot about him. Okay. Um, I've I've seen, a t- like, seen him touched on a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, I'm going to find some stories on him and read read a few. <clears throat> but from what I do know is he has good intentions, mm-hmm. but doesn't always know the best way to go about. So he's not really a bad guy. He's just no, like <coughs> misled. The, the, the difference between him and Steve Rogers, Captain America, would be 
a U.S. agent will shoot somebody in the face where Captain America, he's going to do everything he can not to use a gun. He's going to throw his shield. The U.S. agent has a pistol. You know, he rolls around with a pistol and a shield and... Yeah. He's he goes things a little bit different goes about things a little bit differently. Is it because he's misled? I, I'm sure it has a lot to do with his I don't know how they're going to do his character's backstory, uh, okay. Okay. but I'm sure that it'll have something to do with um it'll have something to do with with you know where he comes from and yeah. I think we're going to get a you know a message of family in this upcoming story. I've heard rumor, rumors we're going to get uh, to know Sam's backstory a little bit better. Yeah, well, uh, nobody really knows too much. It's been confirmed that uh, there's going to be scenes of him going to a cousin's house, I think. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to get more more backstory on both of these characters, and it's because that neither one of them have really gotten the spotlight spotlight. They haven't. Except, for, you know, Bucky was the antagonist for a little bit in Captain America Winter yeah. Soldier. But, but other than that, he really hasn't had his time to shine. Yeah, and even though he was in Captain America, you know, yeah, you're right. Like it, it just hasn't. Like, yeah, yeah, y- yeah. No, no, no backstory really. You know, whatever. So maybe the show will show us that. Yeah. Well, that uh, like I said, that comes out next week. Yep. And um, looking forward to watching. We. That. Oh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Some of the other rumors I've heard. Um, I've been hearing rumors of possibly an Omega Red. Making an appearance. Oh boy. Uh, Omega Red is a big time antagonist of Wolverine mm-hmm. with ties to Madripoor, which yep. we're going to see. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. Absolutely. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of new stuff next week. Yeah. Speaking of new stuff. Yeah. Um, everyone knows this past Friday there was no bonus episode. No. Sadly, no. it was just. Marvel's assembled. Yep. And basically... That's about how I feel, too. Yeah. It was just Marvel's assembled. Marvel's assembled. assembled. Yeah. And what it is, it was almost an hour. Almost an hour-long episode, and all it was was behind the scenes of WandaVision. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to give my honest opinion. I thought it it was a waste of time. It was a waste of time. They didn't need an hour. They didn't... I didn't get much from it, really. Like, yeah, like, we got to see behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was cool. We got to find out that, oh, Vision, in the black and white episodes, they had to use blue to make the red look like red. Mm-hmm. Uh, they revealed that back in the 50s, like, I Love Lucy and Bewitched in them, whenever they had to wear red lipstick, mm-hmm. since they knew it was going to be black and white, right. they used blue lipstick to make yeah. it look like they were wearing red. Right. Um. One cool thing was the WandaVision, uh, the music for every episode, mm-hmm. the duo, they are uh, an Oscar-winning songwriter this couple. Was, this wasn't part of Assembled. This was this was a variety interview. I thought they were on Assembled. Mm-hmm. No, this wasn't Assembled. Okay, sorry. Th- this is from the variety, yeah, okay. uh, interview. Well, hold that thought. Let's stay on Assembled for a minute. Okay, all right. What you mind. said about Vision being blue? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably about the most exciting thing about it, and they showed him he looked like a blue man group. Yeah, um, they also, like Vision, Paul Bettany, like he wore like these little um, like points on his face so they could use the special effects to make his face look more synthesoid-like. Well, yeah, that's, that's a common practice with yeah. um, 
I didn't I didn't realize that like everything on his head yeah was special effects was CGI because yeah. back you know when they first did his character in uh Avengers 2 mm-hmm. they showed I've seen a couple behind the scenes where he has a full like headpiece yeah he is completely in a costume yeah but so, for some reason in WandaVision they didn't do it that well, way well you know I'm sure it's a lot better for Paul I'm sure he'd yeah. much rather just have his face painted blue and let him yeah. go to town. You well, know? for the first two episodes, it was blue, and right. then when it turned color, of course, but, it was red. But still, yeah. all the um, like the the robotic, you know, like how is he don't have ears, but mm-hmm. they're still like those nubs. That's yeah. all computer generated. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's unreal, crazy. Um, like it was neat to see the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and hearing the cast. Uh, talk about their characters and the story and everything but like i said it didn't need to be that long and i thought that remember we were talking about um the mandalorian yeah the first season every episode if you looked in like the extras part yeah you know uh well no after after the mandalorian i i was going to talk about that yeah um after the first season of the mandalorian they dropped a show called the gallery Oh, that's what it was. The and gallery. Yeah. The gallery is uh, it, the for the first season they had an episode per episode. Yeah. So they, the, I think there was what eight episodes mm-hmm. of the Mandalorian. They had eight episodes of this behind the scenes, and each one really went deep um, into detail, talking to the each director mm-hmm. um, and the cast and the crew and 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 you know the the. That new technology that they used. Yeah, how they did this and how they made it look this right. way and what they used. Now, and- the second season, after the second season of The Mandalorian, they did a single episode. Just like just like this. Here. Yeah, yeah, they got lazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed how they did the first season. I kind of wish they would have done something like that with this. That's what I was just about to say. They should have done each episode. Mm-hmm. And separately they, they didn't need to be they don't need to be an hour long no maybe you know uh 30 minutes, 30 minutes yeah. to 45 minutes each depending on you know what was going on mm-hmm. and you know let's see some some of this lunch that you had with dick van dyke yeah okay you can't tell me you can't show me a picture of that exactly um you you mentioned that he was on the set yeah Let's see some Dick, some Dick Van Dyke well, like on the set of WandaVision. Okay. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, absolutely. But not only that, you know, they showed the characters. Uh, they showed Lizzie Olsen. They showed Paul Bettany, Catherine Hahn, uh, Tayana, uh, Tayana Paris, mm-hmm. you know, talking about their characters. What about Hayward? What about they? They showed like maybe two minutes of Jimmy and Darcy talking yeah. about you know. It was rushed. It was a rushed. It, it was production. a very rushed thing, and that's I. I'm sorry, I just didn't care for it too much, and yeah. that's all I have to say about that. We got to come up with a rating system. Yeah, but we until do. then, I'm gonna throw this away. I'm gonna say a big garbage. to that one. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah, garbage. Um, do you have anything else to say on assembled? Garbage. Um. They did a lot of wire work. That, that's that's another thing that they kind of emphasized was and a lot all of, the wire work yeah, that they did. all the wire work. And they used a ton of green screen, you yeah. know, for the battles up in the air and stuff. And it's like, that was given. Yeah, we, overall, we that. overall garbage. <laughs> uh, now, on to the variety 
interview. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say it's nothing major, just real quick. Mm-hmm. The um, the couple that did the music behind WandaVision, uh, they are Oscar-winning songwriters Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Uh, the one thing that they basically gave away was it's because of the fans that inspired this. They use the tritone uh-huh. slash devil's interval yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's such an unnerving sound. Well, and it, it, and it's easy to go to a different note. They said uh-huh. from the devil's interval because like they got sent the scripts okay. for every episode, and we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And and well, yeah, what they you they said, got they got the script for each ep- for the whole whole show of WandaVision, they read through everything. That way they could get a good idea of the tone and the feel Mm -hmm. because they were tasked with creating these opening title songs. Yes. And um, so they read the script and they felt they had a pretty good grasp on everything. Mm -hmm. But then they started, you know, watching these theory videos and reading these theories and stuff about, you know, Mephisto this and Mephisto that. Yeah. (laughs) And the dude says, uh, he goes, did we, did we miss something? Yeah. So they started rolling with it as well, uh-huh. and that's why they decided to do the know, devil's interval. Goes, we gotta, we gotta put something in this this song that connects them all. Yeah, you know. So cause then you hear like they all have a similarity to them. They're different styles, but they all have like that same bass tone to it. Mm-hmm. And they added and it's that wand division, wand of it, and yeah. yeah, and then they added the tritone. Which is an unstable note. Yeah. And uh, somebody said, like, it's kind of like an an unnerving Mm. type of sound, too. It's Uh, that WandaVision, you know. Did did you mention their names? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is, again, Robert and Kristen. Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Yeah. So. Cute couple. Yeah. uh, They're asking. Like I said, Oscar-winning songwriters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a cool job. It looked like they were just chilling in their living room. I know. They were just chilling in their living room, writing songs for Disney. It's cool, man. It's absolutely cool. It's pretty awesome. So, finally, um, we're going to talk about our final thoughts on WandaVision. Well, I want to talk about the Matt Shackman interview. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Well, it ties into WandaVision. It does. So. It's all together. Yeah. Um, right after the that same, the, last weekend, it was the mm-hmm. same weekend as the finale of WandaVision, uh, Matt Shackman did an interview on Kevin Smith's The Fat Man Beyond podcast. Yes. I actually came across it. I was laying down, what was it? Sunday night, I think it was. I was laying down I in bed. It was Saturday night. Might have been, yeah. Flipping through uh, YouTube, and I seen Kevin Smith live. So, oh, I got to check this out. And mm-hmm. it said Matt Matt Shackman in the in the thumbnail, and he was on there, and he was talking about Wandavision, yeah, which was pretty awesome. Yep. Um, they talked for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, different things. It wasn't all just Wandavision. They yeah. were talking about you know his directing history and his acting history too. Mm-hmm. Um. He directed a couple episodes of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. particularly the uh, Spoils of War episode, which is the one where it was not the final season, the season before the final season, when Daenerys first came into Westeros. Yeah. And she took the dragons to Highgarden and fought the Lannisters and, like, fucked them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember? Oh, that yeah. was That was Shackman's episode. Nice. Yeah, he, nice. he directed that one. 
Um, he should have damn did the damn last season because the last season sucked. Yeah. Uh, he's directed forty three episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia as well. Uh-huh, okay, that's a funny show. Yeah, he was a child actor, like I said, mm-hmm. and he was in multiple eighty sitcoms like Growing Pains, Growing Brain, uh, Brains, Brains, <laughs> Growing Brains, <laughs> Brains, Brains, Different Strokes, Yeah, Different strokes. Night Court. Oh my God! And, I remember Night Court, uh, Web- Webster, whatever, uh, uh, Facts of Life, yeah, and Facts of Life. Uh, he, and this was something funny he mentioned that he was supposed to work with James McAvoy mm-hmm. at one time, but the the character needed to ride a horse, and James McAvoy is allergic to horses. Oh God! So he was like, "No, nah, I can't do it because I'm allergic to horses or whatever." So he went and found some kind of special breed horse. Shackman did. Found this special breed horse that's like hypoallergenic. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, they got this a hypoallergenic horse for James McAvoy. And I, they got him together and they had him riding the horse around and stuff and everything was going good. And they had the trainer. And he's oh like, my God. he's telling James McAvoy, he's like, yeah, this the horse is. Super hypoallergenic. Go ahead, rub your face in its mane. And so James McAvoy rubbed his face all up in the mane. And said, next thing you, next thing you know, his fucking face was all swelled up. Oh my god! That was the end of that project. (laughs) (laughs) What that reminded me of was, uh, do you remember that that video I showed you of Bear Grylls? The man versus wild guy. Yeah. When he was getting it, he was eating the honey. He's like, oh, "You can eat the honey out of the right out from the bees' nest." And he took the yeah. <laughs> he got stung in the face by the bees. Oh yeah 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 yes yes. I'm sitting there thinking, all right, where are you going with this? And his fucking face. His fucking face was so swelled up. His eyes. <laughs> He got punched in the face and oh, his yeah. eyes were both swollen. It, lo- it looked like he took one square in the nose by Mike Tyson himself. His face was so swelled up. All right. Hey, we're back. We're Sorry. back. Sorry about that. We had a technical difficulty because we are currently using GarageBand on the iPhone to record this. Yes. Um, which, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. It's a great app. Mm-hmm. It's free. Yeah. If you have an iPhone, it's free. Yes. Um, and we, I got bought an adapter, okay? And it's one of those lightning to USB with the power. Yep. And then I can run a, a Blue Yeti microphone or any other type of Bluetooth or uh, USB microphone you can run into your phone. Mm-hmm. But one of the drawbacks with GarageBand is... It has a time limit, unless I'm d- a dummy, which is very possible. <laughs> we can only record like an hour and 15 minutes, yeah, and it stops, yep. and I wasn't paying attention. I caught it. And it stopped, mm-hmm. and yeah, Adrian caught it, thank the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So, you didn't miss anything. We were just laughing about James McAvoy getting... Yeah, his, and and bear his, and um and bear grills, bear grills. Yeah, getting stung. Yeah, in his getting, face. getting stung in his face. <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, onward. afterwards, uh, we were talking about the Matt Shackman interview. Yeah, yeah, and there was a deleted scene. Well, we already talked about the deleted scene with Senior Scratchy. Yep. Uh, ba 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 ba. 
he kind of explained how much control each director and writer has with each individual Marvel project. Okay. Which I thought was kind of interesting and kind of bullshitty at the same time. He kind of contradicted himself. Um, He was like, he says, uh, you know, him and... You know, the writer, they both, like, they had full control. Yeah. But then at the same time, he said he was in constant contact with Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure they got a lot of control. Yeah. You know, the way he explained it, they got to, you know, set certain rules in this environment, and they got to make certain decisions with certain characters, but yeah, he was trying to say that there wasn't certain beats that they had to hit. Okay. I guarantee there has to be certain beats that Kevin Feige has in the overall scheme of things. It's like, you, you yeah. gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta yeah. do this and this. You can write whatever story you want, you know, but in said story, you, you have, have to, to have mm-hmm. this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. So, um, <coughs> they originally intended to release the first three episodes instead of two. Okay. If you remember, the press got the first three, but for the public release, they only released the first two. Okay. And the reason they ended up releasing two instead of three is because of the time constraints that they had. They were still in Mm -hmm. post-production while the show was airing. I said before, he just finished the finale like a week before it started. Yeah. Um, he (laughs) He talked about seeing all the fan theories. And, you know, knowing what was going to pan out and what yep. wasn't going to pan out. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. He was sitting there, you know, talking about, like, the Fantastic Four was never intended, you know, for the aerospace engineer. Mm-hmm. He was wanting he was wanting the audience to be more interested in that rover. I guess he spent a ton of time in, oh, really? on that rover set piece. He was, like, super excited about the rover set piece. Okay. And here we're all hoping for Reed Richards... Yeah. And when we didn't get Reed Richards, we were just kicking rocks and, oh, shit, you know. I know. It was a disappointment. Um, the kick-ass reference was not intentional, so he says. Really? Yeah. It seemed too intentional, though, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, it was too coincidental. Maybe, maybe, I'm thinking, maybe he didn't catch it. You know, maybe Matt Shackman himself, on the set, filming everything, running around crazy, didn't realize what was going on, but then the editor realized... And I'm, made the cut, so it... So maybe it, Evan Peters did it on purpose. Possible. You know? Um, maybe him and Lizzie Olsen had, like, a little inside joke. Now, Kevin Kevin Smith asked him, if you could play any Marvel character, who would you be? Mm-hmm. And he replied, Simon Williams. Yeah, that's why, out of everybody, every fucking superhero... Yes, out of the entire catalog... In the MCU. ...that they have. Yeah. there are There's hundreds... Of Why would he say Why Simon, Simon Williams? Williams? Yep. Unless he's in on something. I think he's in on something. And that brings me to Evan Peters. Remember I said I had a little bit about Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't think that he was a wasted character. He can't be. He or, can't be. As of now, everyone kind of thinks that he was a throwaway character for this meta joke. Yeah. Um, but I'm like almost 100% convinced that he's Simon Williams and he'll be back. Yeah. Got to remember that Marvel... Marvel is building a, a like a new phase, right? They're mm-hmm. building a new universe, a new Marvel universe post Endgame. 
Yeah. Right? It's it's like they kind of hit the reset switch a little bit. They have everything from before to go off of, mm-hmm. but it's like everything's going in brand new directions with brand new characters. That's actually a question I have when we get into final thoughts. Okay. Um, so, like I said, they're not going to reveal everything to us at once, right? Yeah. But they're planting the seeds. They're planting the seeds right now. And one of the seeds is Evan Peters being, you know, Simon Williams. Mm-hmm. He could possibly come back in a story involving Wanda. This is what I'm thinking. Okay. Okay, because in the, in the comics, he's in love with her. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Simon Williams is in love with Wanda. Yes. And that's kind of why Vision and Wanda work so well, because they use Simon Williams' consciousness to create the Vision. Okay. So he could possibly come back in a story involving Wanda, and, you know, he'll be in love with her. And then either it's like a real love or some type of after effect from the hex. Yeah. That causes him to be like infatuated with her. That could be Simon. Something. Like I said, they were together in the comics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the comics, when Simon and Wanda got together, that was kind of in the one story. It was kind of it was the reason why Vision went off and created his own family for the Tom Kang Vision run. Okay. When he, you know, Vision got a, uh, Wanda gave him like a, a, like a USB drive. Okay. (laughs) You know? Okay. With her consciousness. Yeah. So instead of it being like Simon Williams' consciousness becoming Vision, Mm -hmm. he took her consciousness and created his own family with it. Okay. Okay. So they- I see. Maybe they could try and adapt that for a season two. Yeah. Of WandaVision. Who knows? Bring back Evan. You could bring then bring back Evan Peters as Simon Williams this time. Um, We could tie up any loose ends with White Vision. I was just about to say White Vision. And, uh, you know, revisit Wanda post uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. (laughs) As far as WandaVision final thoughts. Okay. Okay. I I absolutely loved the show. Loved it. Yes. Okay. Some of my things that I didn't like. Gripes? Yeah, gripes, I guess you can okay. say. Okay. I think they've could have I think that they definitely could have done more episodes. Um only because like okay, it seems like in the beginning, just let me rant and then you Go ahead. can Go ahead. Okay. It seems like in the beginning, few episodes, it was more in depth. And it kept us, like, on the edge of our seats, guessing and guessing, you know. But then towards the end, it seemed like it was rushed. Because, like, for for instance, um, there were so many people looking forward to a bigger villain besides Agatha. Okay? We can't even say White Vision was really a big villain because he only came in in the final episode, in the finale. Mm. Okay? And he didn't even last that long. You know, he fought Vision, the Vision we know and love, and... And then it was like, oh, I need to process this. Flies out of the fucking library and he's gone. Right. Okay? Yeah. Um, I I did read where a lot of fans were let down with this. The, the fact that there was no big bad. Everybody thought, yeah, they loved that Agatha, you know, finally was exposed that Agnes was Agatha. But they were waiting for the big bad. They didn't like that they chose Agatha as the big bad. And I agree with that. Um 
Also, as far as, you know, more episodes being done, the only reason why I say that is because we find out that there were a lot of scenes that were cut. There was a lot of deleted scenes, you know, that they didn't put in, and they said because of time, but if they would have had more episodes, then they would have had the time to put in everything, such as Senior Scratchy, and you know what I mean? Um, so, and, and there's so many questions left. That another gripe is there's so many questions left unanswered. Who is Jimmy's missing person? Um, who exactly was Evan Peters? Like, they just left it at Ralph Boner. Dottie? There was definitely more to her. We got, you know clues with her and you know i'm sorry she just wasn't some neighbor and then in the town i don't think so um why were there commercials if they didn't really mean anything uh we were told that the people in the commercials were just town people but why those two specific people so you like can you understand my grapes with that shit you want to interject am i allowed now yeah go ahead okay i was told to be quiet okay (laughs) i didn't mean completely quiet he said, let you rant. So okay. I let you rant. Okay. Rant, rants over. Yeah, I mean, I still have more shit to say. I but. disagree with almost everything you just said. Why? Um, we'll start, start, start with the, you were saying about how people being disappointed that there wasn't a big bad. Yeah, there, there should have been a bigger that, bad than that, just Agatha. I don't agree. Why? Um, if there was, I mean, I sat here just like everybody else and speculated. Okay. So don't get me wrong here. I, 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 I sat here and said Mephisto every week, just like every other, uh, you know, person that breaks these things down or, you know, nightmare. And I was hoping for all that stuff. But you even said, though, there has to be a bigger bad than Agatha. Well, it, but we got what we got. And I am happy with what we got after seeing everything. Um, does it feel rushed a little bit? Mm-hmm. I think it did feel a little bit rushed, especially now knowing that they originally intended on having 10 episodes. They intended on having 10, so there was at least, uh, you know, uh, almost an hour worth of content that they cut. I should I think they should have had at least two or three more. Well, and then with that, you got to think, well, what do we normally get? We usually get a movie, two, maybe, if we're lucky, three movies a year. When, yeah. when they do Spider-Man, sometimes we'll get four Marvel movies a year. Yeah. Okay. And those are two hours a pop, a little over two hours a pop. Mm-hmm. And then we get WandaVision. Nine weeks, anywhere between, you know, what, 35 to 45 minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with what we got. I thought it was a great story. It was a story about Wanda and Vision and her her process of dealing with all her loss and, you know, coming to terms with that and to coming to terms with who she is and who is who she's going to be and if that's the story they if that's the story they were trying to tell that's the story they told okay, there's but- plenty of time for the big bad if you look back at the you know when the MCU first started we didn't get our first glimpse at Thanos until the end of the first Avengers movie yeah and we didn't get to actually see him see him until Infinity War yeah Two phases later, at the end of the third phase. Yeah. That's what Marvel does, and that's what they're great at. They're great at building anticipation, planting the seeds, and connecting stories. If they if they had a, you know, they introduced a big bad in that last episode, I think it would have taken a lot away from everything else that they were building up to. 
all of a sudden the focus wouldn't be on the characters that we have been following for the past nine weeks. It'd be all about this new guy, fuck Al Pacino, who are showing up as fucking Mephisto. It would be all about him. Yeah. So you would take away from, you know, Catherine Hahn as Agatha Harkness. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You would take away from Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. Again, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Every single person that worked on that show. Okay. Here, here's one thing, though. Okay. okay. Like you said, we were seeing... You know, this was about Wanda and Vision, mm-hmm. and this was about her dealing with her grief mm-hmm. and everything. Okay, and I get that she was dealing with her grief. Finally, mm. I kind of feel they could have gone a little different though with just vanishing Vision and the boys. And one thing I that kind of didn't make sense to me was the fact that okay, I know that you know Vision's the love of her life, but she had kids with him. Okay. And it seemed like she cared more for Vision than she did her own children. Because, like, it was a sweet moment when she was tucking them into bed and everything. But it's like, you, she knew that these boys, she wasn't going to see them again. As, as, you know, at first she well, thought she wasn't going to. She, Vision walked back to her. She was shutting the lights off on all of it. Vision came back to her and turned the light back on. What do you mean? At the very end, after they tuck the kids in. Yeah. They tuck the kids in, and then we see Wanda turning all the lights off in the house, indicating she was shutting down. She was turning everything off. The X was coming in. It was over. She was done. And then Vision came into the room, turned the light back on, and said, you know, I heard it was bad luck to say goodbye in the dark. And then they had their moment. So you think that she was saying goodbye to Vision in the room with the boys? Well, she was, they may have had a moment right after that. Who knows? There was a cut from the bedroom to the living room. Okay, well, like, when she was in town square, and the townspeople were, like, you know, surrounding her and everything, and she realized she didn't want to be bad, and she was like, okay, you know, I'll let you go. And she goes, and she goes to open up the border. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, when Vision, you know, lands next to her and he's disintegrating and the twins come and they're disintegrating. She looks at them and she realizes, oh, my God, my family is going and, and no. And then she closes it back up. Yeah, it wasn't over yet. It wasn't over yet. I get that it wasn't over yet, but like, OK, she couldn't stand to see them go then. So why was it just like so much different and easier for her to let them go at the end then? I just don't I just don't get it. I don't I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean the, the fucking the story had to continue, right? They yeah. couldn't end the fucking show right there. No. I get that they couldn't end the show right there. What there I'm saying There has to be there has to be stakes and there has to be decisions and in that moment she's still in the middle of a fucking battle with Agatha and she wasn't about to let them go at that moment. She didn't know that they were tied to the hex. That's that she just found that out in that moment. She wasn't ready yet. She didn't oh. know. Oh, oh, okay. I thought that she did know that they were tied to that. Nope. Agatha told her right then and there. Oh. Remember, she goes, now you'll see. Oh, yeah, I guess. See, you tied them to this twisted little world of yours. Remember? What else you got? Um, What's going to happen with Monica now? Will she join Wanda and the Avengers? Well, like you were saying, it. we're not going to... Wanda's going to be hooking up with, or not Wanda, uh, Monica's going to be hooking up with Nick Fury. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is she going to, like, 
join with Wanda in the new Avengers I doubt eventually? It. No, maybe eventually, but the, we, the next time we see her will be in the next Captain Marvel movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see her in the next Captain Marvel, which is <laughs> most likely going to take place in space. We're going to see more Nick Fury in that space station that we've seen at the end of Spider-Man. Okay. Um, do you think, I think we're going to see Agatha again. What do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Now, do I you think th- she'll be in the next Doctor Strange movie. Do you think that she's going to try to still wand his powers again? No. Because she knows that she can't? Probably. So she's going to be a good guy then? Like Wanda's friend? Wanda's probably going to hit a wall and not know what to do. And if she's with Doctor Strange, he's not going to have an answer or he's, or she's not with him at the moment and she's going to need her help. So she'll go seek her out. Okay. She knows where she's at. That was that setup. And my last question. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think that Wanda will meet back up with any of the remaining Avengers again? Like besides Doctor Strange? Cause like, okay, Black Widow and Iron Man, dead. Okay. Right. Um, well, yeah, they're not going to meet. Bla- Black Panther's dead. Um, Captain America's in a fucking he's old, an old man. Home. Yeah, he's an old man now. Right. You know? So, obviously, they're setting up for, like, a new Avengers, I guess you could say. Right? They're building a young Avengers team. Now, do you think Wanda's going to become part of that? You know, they they have... They could... They're getting close to being able to start a West Coast Avengers storyline, too. What is a West Coast? West Coast Avengers was another comic book. Okay. And that's where uh, a lot of the Wanda and Vision storyline come from, was from West Coast Avengers. Well, see, I didn't know that, like, um, well, yeah, I, I know we that. Got, we got Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to be getting his own movie. And that's why I was asking about Monica, because, like, if, if they do a new Avengers team, it could be Monica, Wanda. I wonder if they're going to set. Billy and Tommy. I wonder if they're going to set Monica up to replace Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I hope that give, they do. They'll, they'll <laughs> give Brie Larson one more movie. Yeah. And I hope they do. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't I don't really for, care for her either. I don't like Brie Larson. I, um, I, just, I don't care for her as uh, Captain Marvel. I think um, Monica, a.k.a. Tayona Paris, she's awesome. Well, I mean, in the comic books. Pretty sure she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers. Well, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, like I said, I th- I think they should go with that route. Yeah. Because I think. Well, I mean, but I like again, her so much better. Carol Carol, so. Carol Danvers' version of Captain Marvel. I mean, in the comics, is the most popular one. Yeah, but, but I like I Monica. Know, we'll see. I like. She'll probably stick around. Yeah, because there, there is a fan base out there that does like her. Yeah. Um. I, I was just thinking, you know, like like I said, Monica, Ant-Man, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wanda, Billy and Tommy, maybe Evan Peters if he is Simon Williams. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, well, like I was saying before, the, 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 young, the young Avengers team, uh, that's Billy and Tommy when mm-hmm. they're older. You know, Wiccan and Speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassie Lang, who's been recast for the next Ant-Man movie. That's right. I forgot about her. I don't know why they, she was recast. Me neither. Um, they had a, an older version of Cassie Lang in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Remember Scott Lang came up? Uh, but like I said, she's been recast, but Cassie Lang, she ends up becoming Stature, mm-hmm. who is also one of the young Avengers. Um, there's been the confirmation of the Ironheart television or, you know, Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. That's Riri Williams, the, the female Iron Man. Uh, who else? 
Spider-Man has been part of the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, maybe they're going oh, down uh, that road. The Hawkeye. Hawkeye series. Hawkeye, yeah, I Hawkeye about that. series will be coming out, I think, towards the end of the year. And that's going to be, you know, basically him passing his mantle on to Kate Bishop, who is the younger female version of Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, uh, we can't forget, we still have Thor. And we then, have the Hulk. And uh, Haley Steinfeld. She's going to be playing Kate Bishop. Uh, I did read that. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, we still have Thor. We still have the Hulk. Uh, Hawkeye. Thor's back. He's back out. You know, he's back out on the cosmic end of things. Now, granted us knowing that Jane Foster is going to be part of the next Thor movie. um, We're going to see Darcy again. We may see him back on Earth in New Asgard Mm -hmm. and other places. I hope they bring Darcy back. I know. Uh, But as far as another Avengers team up, I don't see that for Thor anytime soon. Okay. Um. You got the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's they're going to be getting their third movie finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think James Gunn is going to be getting started on pre uh, on uh, principal f- photography here soon. Okay. So uh, yeah. Now, what are your thoughts about um, like like I was saying, who is Jimmy's missing person? And what about those people in the commercials? What was those commercials about? Well, Matt, he, Matt Shackman said in his interview that the commercial people were just two people out of the town. But that, why the commercials? They, I don't know. They, they were like kind of displaying, representing, you know, different times of Wanda's trauma, which we, we've seen that in the commercials. Yeah. But um, as far as the people... They were just two people in the town, and that was the jobs they were given by Wanda. I okay, I, I I get that, but it just seems like the commercials also were a little bit of a letdown because it's like you know. Well, we all had theories, okay? If, if when you got so many theories, yeah, and when you get involved in the theories like we did, it just led to nothing. Well, you feel you, you. Some people feel like they get let down because the thing that they were hoping for the most doesn't happen. Yeah. So they feel like they were looking forward to something that didn't exist. Yeah, I guess so. So you d- take it for what I loved it. It was a great show. I can't no, wait I for love the next the show. Thing. Like I said, my Does, biggest gripe. It doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you just want to cut on it. I'm not cutting on it. Okay. I have unanswered questions still. And like I said, I think it should have been longer. Well, I think it okay. should have been longer. But uh, who do you think the missing person was? Because they never wrapped that up. I know. Uh, I th- I don't know. I don't think I don't think it was Evan Peters because he's seen him. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah, he's seen him and never said anything. Yeah, so. he would have been like, "Oh, that's him," you know. But that that's all I got. No, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like I said, my biggest gripe, I wish it was longer. Yeah. Because like we were saying, we found out that there were all these cut scenes. You know, they had to cut all this footage. And yeah, I think it would have been awesome if they would have done a 10th episode or, you know, 11th at the max. (laughs) Because then, yeah, we would have more time. Greedy. No, because you even agreed the end seemed a little rushed. Well, we yes, we agreed that the end felt a little rushed. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we know that there were supposed to be 10 episodes, so they cut an episode's worth of shit. Well, this is before we even knew about the 10th episode. Yeah, and that's the reason why it felt rushed. I know. Okay, never mind. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, 
Let's wrap this up. Okay. We gotta we gotta cut this shit and get it online. Absolutely. So Okay. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. And we'll be there. We will be talking about Falcon. Snyder Cut. Yeah, Falcon Snyder Winter Cut. Soldier. Yeah. That's probably about it because we're oh, going yeah. to be a lot to talk a about. A jam-packed weekend. Jam-packed, action-filled episode of Snyder Cut goodness I and know. Falcon and Winter Sold fantabulous good stuff. You sound like one of those old guys on the commercials. <laughs> Well, gee golly, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We'll We'll be back next week. (laughs) Same time, same channel. All right. Um, Check out our socials. Yeah. They're all down in the description. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you. I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And And we're F&A. We're F&A. We'll talk to you. See you later.